Hey everyone, and welcome to your daily dose of Healing to Shift, where the goal is to heal our souls and to transform our minds so we can transform our lives. This is truly a self-love journey, and it starts with you. Hey, you guys, and welcome to the Healing to Shift podcast with me, your host, Patrice Clay. And listen, you are about to discover one of the reasons why you may be struggling to have healthy relationships with people. So make sure you watch this entire video. You don't want to miss this, okay? All right. You know what's interesting is people behave in a way that is consistent with their beliefs. They do. And here's the thing. Most of these beliefs have been conditioned in us. And because they've been conditioned in us, these beliefs in turn have influenced our actions and our behaviors. So this means that our beliefs are the outcome of something that has had a significant influence on us and the way we process the experience. Then what happens is our actions and behaviors are then influenced by our beliefs, whether this happened intentional or unintentionally. But here's something that I want you to consider that is, is important. Our actions may be influenced by a poor belief. When our actions are influenced by a poor belief, we pick up personality traits that are not conducive to who we really are. And then here's what's interesting about this. You will start to think that this is who you are because you've been this way for so long when the fact of the matter is your poor belief has disguised itself into aspects of your personality that are not who you really are. It's the result of the outcome of an experience that has significantly influenced your belief, which then influenced your actions and your behaviors. If you have been through emotionally traumatic or emotionally painful experiences, who you really are, the core of you, may be disguised as something else because of the influence that the experience has had on you. And it's easy for this to happen, but why would this happen? How would this happen? Okay, well, many of us have taken on a disguise to mask our pain and to avoid addressing the experience, to avoid addressing the emotional wounds. Again, this can be intentional, intentional or unintentional. So many of you may not know that you're wearing a disguise. You may not know it. And that leads me to my next point. If you think that you are healed from an experience, an emotionally painful or an emotionally traumatic experience, there's a possibility that you're not. 
And I want you to consider this. I want you to think about your personality, okay? How would you describe characteristics and traits of your personality? Now, it's easy for us to think of our positive personality traits and characteristics, but if you were to ask someone to name off some of your characteristics or personality traits, what would they say? What would they have to say about you? Would they say that you are isolated, withdrawn, unengaged, guarded, numb, needy, a people pleaser, passive, promiscuous, dependent, a fault finder, mean, bitter, cold, hard, distrustful, selfish, resentful, unreasonable, irritable, or short-tempered. And the reason why it's important to consider this is because some of us are walking around with these characteristics or personality traits that are a disguise for our emotional pain. So then what happens is you begin to think that you are healed because you no longer feel the emotional pain. But the reality is you have disguised, again, whether intentional or unintentional, the emotional pain with a personality trait. When you don't address the emotional pain, the pain tends to manifest itself in forms of your personality that you may not be aware of. Okay, unaddressed emotional pain, this is important, can transform or manifest into something else, just like an undressed physical wound can transform into an infection. And then the infection can transform into a disease if it's not treated. Which leads me to my next point. You have to address the emotional pain and you have to address it on onset at the very beginning. Why is this important? This is important because you don't want the poor belief about your experience to negatively impact your actions and behaviors and possibly progress into something worse. And I want you guys to consider it, <clears throat> excuse me, to consider this. Some ailments, if treated at the very beginning, can prevent the ailment from progressing into something worse or prevent it, prevent it from entering a stage that is irreversible. Take cancer, for instance. If cancer isn't treated at the beginning at onset, the cancer will, will spread and sometimes the results are irreversible. So do you see where I'm going with this? If you address the wound or the ailment at the beginning, you are preventing the wound or the ailment from transforming into something harmful and you're preventing it from spreading. But you have to first recognize that your emotional pain may be disguised as something else. And I'm telling you guys, 
this is this is difficult to do because again some of us have had these personality traits for so long that we think that this is who we are when the truth is it's a disguise for our unhealed and unaddressed emotional pain it's not who we really are it's not the pain that you have experienced made you who you are it made you who you are and here's the thing that pain is still living inside of you it's just masked as something else okay so how does this happen take for instance a person who was hurt by someone however they were hurt okay say the person who hurt them continue to repeat their offenses and so what happens is the victim feels that and believes that i should say that their feelings um, don't matter because their feelings go unheard and unaddressed when the victim finally gets up the strength and the courage to leave the offender or uh, to possibly completely disconnect from them they tell themselves some things they say possibly I will never allow someone to treat me like that again. I will get them before they get me. I will never be the person I used to be. I will never allow someone to get that close to me. And you know what happens is, these beliefs trigger responses or actions. The actions can be intentional or unintentional. But how the victim processed the experience led to their beliefs. So now this is what has happened. The victim believes that their voice and happiness does not matter, point blank, period. They don't believe it matters to anybody. That's how they see it based on that one experience. So that experience significantly influenced their beliefs. But the actuality is their voice and their feelings do matter. They just didn't matter to the offender. And it's unfortunate because now the victim has processed the experience with a broad negative view of the experience. And because they now believe all people are like the offender, they have now become cold, bitter, distrustful, angry, guarded, or withdrawn. Now, these emotional wounds, this emotional pain has disguised itself into aspects of their personality. So do you see how this happens? And listen, and I really want y'all to hear me out on this because this is so important. Pain is poison. It is. Pain is poison. And if you don't treat the pain, if you don't treat the poison, 
It will destroy aspects of you. It will destroy your relationships, your happiness, your peace, your joy that you could have experienced if you treated the pain. And I want to tell you that if you're sitting around with the attitude of, well, they'll just have to get over it because this is who I am, then listen, how's it working for you? How's it working for you? Because I am telling you, you will find yourself by yourself. And so I want to give y'all a personal example of this. I have witnessed one of my parents being physically, sexually, verbally, mentally, and emotionally abused, all right? I witnessed this. Now, I've never have seen this parent happy. And what I mean by this is just genuine happiness, which is the happiness that is in you exuding out of you. I saw this parent smile from time to time. And if you're a parent, you'll you'll be able to relate with what I'm getting ready to, ready to say because I'm a parent. But when you're a parent, you learn to put on your game face and mask certain things because you don't want to burden your children with whatever it is that you are feeling or experiencing emotionally inside of you. And so this is what I saw this parent do. So I never saw this parent happy, never. And my parents' marriage was arranged, but I know for a fact that if this particular parent had it their way and could choose their mate for themselves, they would have chosen differently. They would have, and I don't blame them. Um, Cause none of my parents, neither one of my parents were good for, for each other. They both came from emotionally traumatic and painful backgrounds. They both did. That was their upbringing. And so they tried, they, they, and I really want you guys to hear what I'm telling you guys when you don't treat it. They traveled with that unhealed and unaddressed emotional pain. They both did, but I'm going to more so focus on this one particular parent. And when you travel with unhealed and unaddressed emotional pain, you bring that with you everywhere you go to whomever you meet. And that's how relationships get destroyed. That's how you end up in unhealthy relationships. So going back to this parent, um, I'm going to tell you guys the transformation I saw. So through the years, I watched this parent turn from hopeless, sad, unhappy, and withdrawn to being bitter, cold, unreasonable, guarded, resentful, distrustful, and the list goes on, all right? That's just some of the things. Now, they didn't start out this way, but their unaddressed 
and unhealed emotional wounds continue to transform into something else or disguise itself into something else. So you see how this can happen? And I'm telling I'm here to empathize and sympathize with you guys, right? Because I get it. I get how it can happen. I'm bringing out this particular parent because this is a very, um, a more intense experience, but I have had this same experience as well. And I saw how my unhealed and unaddressed emotional pain was affecting my daughter, her mental, emotional uh, growth. And I saw how it was impacting and affecting my relationship with her. And I made a aim to work on healing. And I'll get into that later and, and um, to fix, to address the problem to address the problem. Okay, so now getting back to this parent, um, you know, the abuse that they took for years and how they processed those experiences that caused their emotional wounds, that caused their pain. And, and I'm telling you guys, emotionally traumatic experiences that they went through, that they went through influence their actions and behaviors. And so because of this, this parent, unfortunately, has pushed away so many loved ones, so many loved ones. And they're unhappy with themselves. And when, and, and when I say unhappy, with themselves, what I mean is there's things about them that they're unhappy with or things about them that's preventing them from experiencing true, genuine happiness, from having it exude out of themselves. I'm talking about inner hap that true inner happiness. I'm talking about lifelong happiness, all right? They're unhappy with themselves. And it's because of this poison, this pain that flows through their bloodstream. And here's the thing. They have been this way so long and I'm not going to say this about every personality trait that they have, but the majority of the personality traits that they have that are unha unhealthy personality traits and that are affecting them and their relationships with others, um, they don't even realize that they have 
some of these personality traits and that it's not who they truly are, but what the pain has significantly influenced them to be because of their unhealed, unaddressed emotional wounds. All right. So I hope you guys see how this happens. And I hope that you guys are getting a sense of why it's important to address our emotional wounds, our emotional pain, and not to suppress them because they, they're there. They're there. They'll just disguise themselves into traits of our personality. All right. So how do you remove the disguise and unveil who you really are? Well, you have to change your belief system. And it's important to change your belief system because your belief system was what has influenced your actions and behaviors. So now in order to change your actions and behaviors, you have to go back to your beliefs. You have to change your beliefs and you will not see results on the outside of you until you change what is on the inside of you. You won't. I've been there. I've been down this road. All right. So here are three things that you can do. All right. So the first thing is you have to acknowledge that you may have some unaddressed emotional wounds that need to be treated. So how do you do that? Well, you got to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself because you cannot heal what you will not reveal. So you're going to have to do some deep inner um, self-reflecting and pay attention and think about your relationships with people or your encounters with people and see if you notice an unhealthy pattern, a negative pattern in your dealings, your encounters, or your relationships with people. Look at your mood. Look at how you react to certain things. Okay. Look at, uh, pay attention to your responses to certain uh, new experiences and how you react to those new experiences that may stir up some uncomfortable emotional feelings that may trigger some of these unhealthy personality traits. Pay attention to how they show up. Pay attention to how often they show up. Pay attention to when they show up. All right? You have to do an honest examination of self. You got to be honest with yourself. And I'm telling you, if you look hard enough, 
if you look hard enough, you will find that you have some unaddressed emotional wounds. You will. And here's something else. If you dig even deeper, you may realize that some of your unhealthy personality traits are influenced by these unaddressed emotional wounds. Okay. The second thing is you have to have the desire to want to change the will to the want to the effort to the, Oh man, I have to, I have to, I want to, because I want healthier relationships. I want to feel healthier and better emotionally. I want positive change in me. I want positive change in my relationships with my loved ones, with my family, with my friends. I want help, happy, healthy encounters with people. You have to have the desire to. If you don't have the desire to change, you ain't going to you're not going to change. You're not. You're not. There were some things about myself that I didn't change for the longest until, and that's a whole nother uh, episode, excuse me, that until um, God broke me all the way down. But, um, and I didn't make the change because I didn't want to. I didn't want to put in the work. I didn't want to put in the effort, right? I didn't want to feel uncomfortable. Change is uncomfortable. Honesty is uncomfortable. Self-examination is uncomfortable. But but you got to do it. You got to do it. You have to do it. Want to do it. Because then what? You want to continue to be who you are, getting the same results you've been getting day in and day out? Or do you want to know what it's like to be truly happy to and be happy with yourself and have that happiness be in you and exude out of you and that happiness to follow you wherever you go? What will you choose? You know, what will you choose? All right. The next thing, I get emotional when I talk about these things because um, they're close to home for me. All right. So the next thing is you have to change the inner you by getting to the how to. What is the how to? The how to are the skills that you are going to need um, to have or to develop in order to make the changes that you would like to see within yourself that you need to make, that you want to make. Now, this can be done in several ways. If you are someone who is aware of your emotions or are more in tuned with your emotions and you know that you have some personality traits that you have developed due to your unaddressed emotional wounds, 
you may be able to do some of the work yourself by um, reading self-help books that specifically address the problem that you have. But again, you would have to know the problem that you have. You would have to know it. And this comes from being emotionally aware of what's going on inside of you or what's happening with you. Now, if you're like me and like most people, you're not sure, uh, well, I wasn't sure, but say you're not sure what the underlying cause is from for some of your unhealthy personality traits, then you may want to consider seeing a coach, okay? I'm a emotional intelligence coach as well as a transformational coach. And I'm telling you, coaches aid in creating change and coaches can help you. Coaches can help you. And so some of the coaches that you may want to consider are an emotional intelligence coach, a transformational coach, or a life coach. Now, if you do look into um, a life coach, you want to make sure that you find out if their emphasis is on um, transformation. Well, not only transformation, but what type of transformation um, do they place their coaching emphasis on? For me, my emphasis is on healing. Well, yeah, it's on healing. That's my emphasis. And I was going to say the reason why I got stumped for a little bit, because I was going to say transformation, but that's, that's why I took the course too, was to uh, along with the emotional intelligence coach was to understand emotions and also how to transform people's belief systems in regards to their emotions, in regards to their emotional wounds, in regards to their pain. And well, you know what? And I will say this, and my emphasis is also in um, transforming self, your view of self. And that's that all healing encompasses all of that, which is your mindset, your your view of self, um, your relationships with people, all of that um, falls under the category of healing for me. Okay, but let me, so let's get back on track. So the goal for you or the goal that I have for you that I would like to see you reach is emotional maturity. And emotional maturity is the ability to understand your emotions and to be able to manage your emotions and have better control of them. And this is important because if you don't develop emotional maturity, the ability to manage and have uh, better self-control over your emotions, then what will happen is, is what we've been discussing throughout this whole episode is your emotions will have control over you and they will influence your actions and behaviors. 
again, whether intentional or unintentional, and they will disguise, these emotions will disguise themselves into negative, harmful, and unhealthy personality traits, all right? And we don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen for you because I know the downside to that. And I want to see you, I want to see you progress. I want to see you do well, all right? I want to see you healed because I want to see you happy. I do. All right. Okay. So, um, now getting back to the type of coaches and with this, uh, emotional maturity and being able to manage our emotions and have better control over our emotions and emotional intelligence coach specifically addresses these type of things. But like I said, you will also, um, need transformation. So you find that there are coaches like me, we just don't have one niche. We have other coaching certifications. So look for someone that is not only help able to help you reach emotional maturity, but is also able to help you with transformation. And again, a transformational coach is great for this. A life coach is great for this, but just make sure that you look into what um, they place their coaching emphasis on in respect to a life coaching and a transformation coaching. All right. Um, but the goal is to learn how to change your actions and behaviors by changing your beliefs. We got to change our beliefs because our beliefs influence our actions and behaviors. They do, whether knowingly or unknowingly, they do. Okay. All right, y'all. So this wraps up this episode. This will be a series. I don't know how many episodes will be in the series. So I'm not even going to go there with y'all, but just know that it is going to be a series. And I um, post a new episode every other Monday, uh, at 7 a.m. Central time. So be sure to be on the lookout for it. I don't like giving people too much information in one setting because then it's just, um, sometimes your mind starts to drift and then it's, you know, and you just don't process, um, the information well. I know that's for me. You know, I get distra I can get distracted or if it's too much, I feel like that the goal is unattainable, you know. So I really hope that this has blessed you and um stirred up the desire within you to want to make some healthy changes within yourself. All right. I really hope so. And I'm in this thing with you guys. I am in it. Just because I'm a certified emotional intelligence coach and transformational coach does not mean that um, 
I'm free from from problems and the effects of problems. I'm not free from it. And it doesn't mean that I always address or handle these problems well. It doesn't. It's I'm continuously learning and growing. And so I'm here to learn and grow with you, encourage you, motivate you, and just support you and be here for you, okay? All right. So if this has blessed you, um, click like, click share, comment, follow. Let's 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 be committed. I love um, commitment. So let's be in a committed relationship. So hit that subscribe button, okay? And if you know somebody that this can help, please share it with them. All right. Please share it with them. Okay. And so until the next episode, have a happy healing journey.